DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Hey guys, what's going on? What is going on? It's Yolanda at Dryer Buzz, and I'm sitting over here working on this timeline. I'm like, I need to do a buzzer or bash it just to kind of come back. There are a couple of things that I really want to talk about, and some of it is buzzer or bash it. Some of y'all have already buzzed it and certainly bashed it. Uh, and I wish it was a, th well, I guess buzzer or bashing. The good, the bad, and the buzz of the week. And just timelines, notifications that we just got continuously over and over and over again. Of the stories that you like and the stories that you like. Wait, what is this? Okay. First of all, let me tell you. And when we create, or whether we originate a story or whether we share uh, something that should be of importance, ought to be of importance. Uh, we just really never know. You know, there's some things that like, oh yeah, share that because that's, that's popping. But then there are also um, things that fall within our editorial schedule that things that we want you to be able to look down your timeline and really feel good about knowing that we are doing something with this time that we have here. And so I, I just never know. I never know. Um, whether I'm doing something in the kitchen, whether it's a podcast. Now, this was going to be a little bit airy because it's a weekend podcast. And I'm like, my phone was like dying. So I had to charge my phone up as opposed to using the sound system. And I needed to just go. So anyway, um, one story that I had no idea would do as well as it did. And it was literally just to share uh, the young man who was a University of Georgia student that was paralyzed in the football um, has been in the news just a lot because there's so many good things happening around him and his injuries and surviving. And that's what I want to talk about because the last thing I posted was another video. And, I'm, and it's it's just odd to me. It's not odd. It's algorithms. <laughs> okay, because I'm like, man, I saw that. Then I saw this. Then I saw that. It's algorithms, right? And some of it is algorithms that we create because those 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 are the kind of that's the kind of content we're out there seeking. And when I share it on Dryer Buzz, let me get I'm gonna try and, and hopefully I can see and see your engagement. I'm on a, another platform I'm trying to pull in the comments. Um, my thing is I know what I should be seeing, and I I, I am clear about trying to craft my algorithms and, and content that that's on my timeline. I'm clear about what I give permission to, what I allow to go. And I'm like, and when, when algorithms, Facebook, Zuckerberg, and all of them start sending me down a wormhole, I'm like, no, this ain't where I want to go. So when I saw it, I, I felt good that those are the kind of people that are on my timeline. When I look out and I see some of the conversations that are going on, I'm always amazed that, especially, let me just talk particularly about Facebook. And I'll talk about some of the other platforms. But as it relates to Facebook, if you are... Uh, espousing any kind of discontent, content or discontent, let me hit my button. I'm sorry, when I get ready to start podcasts, this is like the first time I'm using my voice. And so I need something to drink and all that kind of stuff. But I got a dump button. I got a cough button. But anyway, um, when you say something on Facebook about what you see on Facebook, now mind you, I know it's easier now to go away from your following and down all these different wormholes and those kinds of things. But when you are particularly talking about scrolling your own wall, remember it used to be called a wall? I'm going to put that on my wall. <laughs> when you are talking about uh, when you're talking about things that you are seeing based on the permissions and the relationships that you have established, because that's how Facebook as a platform 
works. There is now a lot more public things in public domain and public spaces, but for the most part, it was one of the platforms where if you saw something, you literally had to grant some kind of permission to that person, place, or thing. So, and for the most part, I find that people are more often discontent with those that they have allowed in their space. I'm like, why is that person still in your space? I mean, that's what most of us trying to figure out life. Like, what? In fact, I just shared uh, a post from Alicia Keys, if y'all are even giving her the time of day yet. Um, she was talking about when you get fed up with the BS, you know? And I'm like, I don't know that people get fed up fast enough. We did a um, How to Get Out of Bed podcast one day, and it was called Do It Sooner. Like, like sooner like rather than later like why aren't you like doing this now there's so many of us like not doing something now that we ought to be doing like i'm i kept sitting here thinking like trying to compartmentalize what i wanted to talk about on buzz it or bash it or what i wanted to do on the podcast i'm like well, why aren't you doing the podcast right now all this other stuff is only procrastination so um but to get back to whatever i was trying to talk about is permissions permissions when and, and there's the thing because i'm gonna tell you what i do when I see you complaining about the people which you associate with, I stop associating with you. Because if you can't defend yourself, you can't ward off these things happening to you, you certainly can't ward off happening to me. And because we have a relationship, because I have given you permission on my timeline, and, you know, it's like, oh, she likes this person, she's going to like what that person like. No. That's not how that's not how this thing works. And then I have to like go somewhere try to try to get away, try to try to get some distance. But that's how Facebook works. It's a little bit different on the other platforms, like particularly Twitter. And y'all, I'm telling y'all, still don't sleep on Twitter because Twitter is still um that platform that's really um changing up the climate of the world. You know, it, it's just not happening. It's, it, Facebook is up there. It's up there. There's so much programming that's going on with Facebook. There's so much that you don't have control over. Even though, like I said, just said, you know, you've given permission to a lot of this stuff. There's still a lot going on there. This programming, like I came, I came on, and all of a sudden, showed me this friend, and this friend was sharing uh, police stories. Now, mind you, okay, yeah, I've given, you know, I've established permission between the two, and I'm like, okay, but why are you only showing me that post? And not, you know, the positive posts that they had or this, that, and the other. Because there's, if I, if I, I, for me, if I keep watching, and I'm talking about police stories. If I, I just said this morning, I'm like, I'm done. And I've been saying it a couple times. I'm done with the police stories. I'm done because I am having problems being out in society and engaging, you know, with police. And, and, and you know, here's what we have to say. That here's, this is what has come into play. Your experience has to come into play. And that's the missing piece to social media. That's the missing piece to all this. It was supposed to help you have a little bit more apathy, empathy, sympathy, all of those things, right? And instead, it, it, that's the key piece that's getting missing, that's starting to become missing because I had to say to myself when I see those things, and I know, and I'm not, I'm not, um, negating anybody else's experience, but I have to, I find that I have to say to myself, because I find that having watched this, and remember Angela said on one of the podcasts that in her research and some things, your brain can't tell really if this happened to you or not, because you keep showing it these images, so it knows to protect you from these things, because you keep absorbing this stuff, and I'm not trying to absorb it anymore, I'm not, because now I'm at a point where I have to tell myself, wait, and I, I literally 
literally have to tell myself that's not your experience. And I'm talking about even for some of the trivial things. It's like, wait a minute. I, you know, it might be a certain meal or going to a certain place or restaurant or concert or anything like that. When you keep absorbing somebody else's experience, you stop having your own. That's the simplest way I can tell it. We literally stop having our own experiences. Like I was getting ready to go somewhere and then all of a sudden, like a flash before me was all of the, oh, people don't like that. I'm like, what? Wait, but you like it. This, you eat this. They don't, you know, you do this. They don't. We're starting to lose our own experience in this. And I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> Those of y'all out there talking about Layla Rashawn as if you don't look like Layla Rashawn. And you talking about, man, she let herself go. She, I'm like, um, it, like Trump, for instance. Like Trump will get out there and he will say something. And I'm like, he should have his phone in one hand and a mirror in the next. Like, dude. You're, you're, it's, it's called hypocrisy. It's called, it's literally, it's another, there's a couple of other words for it. I mean, you should look in the mirror. Like I posted, I'm like, my friends are, cause people say, man, all these pictures and things about Layla Rashawn is gone. I'm like, I, I'm not seeing any because guess what? Me and my friends, we all in our fifties. We all, I'm like, we look like Layla. And I'm like, what we did not know is that y'all were, <laughs> this is what I posted. I'm like, we didn't know y'all were all up in the gym trying to, and doing all this stuff, trying to run up on somebody's husband. I'm like, damn, you don't want your own? Is that how this thing is played? Because I don't know. I don't know. The one thing I don't blog about is relationship stuff. But I'm going to tell you, this is about the dumbest stuff I've ever seen in my life. And I'm going to tell y'all, uh, Nicole Murphy, that's a nasty woman. That That's nasty. That's what when my dad we used to call her, that's a skank, stank, nasty woman. I'm like it and people would say, Well, she getting paid, she getting money, she said, I don't give a damn. <laughs> that's just nasty. And and what you need to watch for is the person on your timeline that goes that I, I listen when y'all say this, you know, I'm that's me. I'm that. I'm this. I'm like, why are y'all trying to relate to these people? Why are we trying to relate to these people? Because I'm like, why I'm not I'm like have to, Yolanda, what's been your, what's your experience? Well, hell, I got my, I got a walking account, an exercise accountability partner right now in my DM to my, send me your numbers. I ain't got no numbers. I opened up the app and it said I barely walked a mile. I'm not sending you that. You know, I have an accountability person because I'm like, I'm, I'm busy and I'm trying to find time to walk. So I joined a group to find time to walk. Cause I know I got, I had a whole slew of summer, uh, sundresses that I couldn't wear this summer. And I don't even remember if I put them on last summer. I'm like, dang, the comfortable, I have taken y'all into the, you didn't go live with me into the closet. And I'm like, wait a minute. I haven't touched this area of the closet in a long time. Right. I'm like, whoa, uh-uh. And this is what I love when it's going to be winter before I get in one of those dresses. And don't think I still ain't going to wear it. I'm just saying because in the winter, we still might have an 80-degree day. You know, this is... I'm in Georgia. We in Atlanta, okay? I'm just like, wait a minute. I don't understand. And that's the part that comes up. Like, y'all get in these heated debates and discussions, and something come buzzing or bashing. Now, tell me you have not been on social media, and something has come out of your mouth or through your fingers, okay? And then you go like, oh, wait, that's... 
It, it is. It's hypocrisy. There's too much hypocrisy going on. I'm not to, I'm not about to get out there and say any of this stuff because it's like, uh-uh. I think, first of all, I think Layla looks good. I mean, we all had those days we got to run out the house and do whatever, but I'm like, that's your justification for somebody taking her husband? And I'm like, hey, she want to be, and let's talk about the whole delusion of, you know, she might want to be just like the rest of y'all, want to get to a certain time where she can say she's been 40 years of her marriage. And fellas, I don't understand y'all. Every time, let me tell y'all something, y'all. And I have done this in true podcasts. I've done it in podcasting, in radio. I've done it on YouTube with these men. And I have asked them over and over and over, what is this thing that they have with women and, and, and those that have done the 20 years, 30 years, five years, whatever. They're in a relationship, barely. And I, every, every last one, you ask them, what is it? It is so hard to find one who is the worst. And I don't know if they feel it or not, but what comes out of their mouth, I want to hear one of them say, say to the fact that that was the woman that they loved from day one. Man, when you get when you hear all the stuff these men try to do to quantify qualify, quantify, qualify while they're in a relationship. I'll be like, oh my God, what is this? Oh man, she put up with all my stuff. It's like y'all be want a woman to fall off the cliff, climb back up, go back down and find you a soft spot to land, land, climb back up, then fall with you. I'm like, I'm, I'm serious, fellas. I'm telling you, I ask y'all this all the time. I asked y'all, I did an experiment with some men one time, and I told them, and these were men, all these men had five-year-old daughters. I said, go to, and, and I literally posted on social media. And I said, do me a favor, fellas. This is what I said. Do me a favor. I need you to go to your five-year-old daughter. And this was around about school time. Kids were getting ready to go out to kindergarten, whatever, whatever. And I just said, fellas, if you got a five-year-old, go ask her. Go ask her about her life, right? Because believe you me, as for, for women at that age, Life is set in stone, particularly if she has entered into or been part of a socialized society. If she has been uh, she in daycare, and most kids are, or she's already in school, and most kids are, most kids are. Um, if they, at the time they enter into a socialized society, when they're not spending it all day at home with mom, and picking up all mom's emotions that she's going through, once they get in a socialized society, they realize that people. Uh, have different come from different places. They live in different spaces. They have different thoughts, and they go well. And then they go. To, they start. They women. I know young girls. They decide right then. Oh, this is the thought process I want. This is the life I want. And everything from that moment on is interchangeable. The man interchangeable. She didn't already like. She started out with one. Okay, and he's just a prototype. Cause you know, I don't know how many of y'all are, but he's just a prototype, right? And the men came back on social media and they were like, dry buzz, oh my God, wow. Let me tell you, honey, when they went and asked daughter <laughs> about the life, the she, and, 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 and some of them talked to the fact about already at that point, these young girls, either they wanted their mother's life or they did not want their mother's life. And the ones who did not want their mother's life were simply because of the role daddy played in it. Okay, I'm just saying. And the men were shocked. They were utterly shocked because of at by that time a young woman, a young a young girl, by that time a young girl has witnessed enough. She has witnessed enough. There are people in her life already that have tried to uh, get her to become an ally. 
There are people already that has that have made her an enemy. You know, you go to school, you end up with the best friend. She's already discovered two faced. She's already discovered them, and I, I can't talk about young boys because I'm not a I was not a young boy, even though I had one, right? Uh, she has already discovered what it betrayal. Right, the whole they friends, the best friend, not friends. You know, she's already, she's already. That happens so early on in life, and if you are there to save a daughter, or save a son, or save yourself, there's always some, there's already some degree of saving herself because you're not there twenty four seven, especially in a socialized society. Right, meaning getting on that school bus. I mean, we can ready to go. Kids can ready to go back to school. All y'all ready to take them first day pictures, send them babies off to kindergarten. Let's just hope, I hope and pray that you have socialized them in such a manner because all this stuff is gonna happen on day one, the first day. By the time they're in the kindergarten, oh my God, you don't know what you're gonna be dealing with. I'm, I'm telling you, this is a mom having went through this process four, if not five, six times. Uh, with my own and others who I've allowed to come in out of my house. I'm just saying it's something that happens. And this is another thing that don't don't that does not happen enough in social media is sharing these kinds of experiences and trying to warn. Somebody um was on a post earlier we were talking about some of this stuff and they were saying we were talking about um Steve Harvey's daughter, Lori Harvey, uh and this thing, these rumors uh were soon to be proven um, or already proven going back and forth between Diddy and his son, you know, even though I think it's the, it's the, um, stepson, um, no blood relation. I hope, I hope that's the oldest son. That's actually the other daddy. Okay. But anyway, too close for comfort. Um, and so people were saying, why are we bashing the woman? And it's not about bashing the woman. We're just trying to warn her. Right, it's like we I, we can have a discussion with her because we know where she is, and that's again, don't act like you ain't had that kind of experience. I know you might not have dealt with two people with some kind of closeness or DNA, <laughs> for that matter. But at the same time, it's like we've seen this time and time again, where even in just trying to have the discussion, you cannot get beyond the woman. And one of the reasons we cannot get beyond it, well, it may seem like people are bashing her, is like. You cannot get beyond the fact that we don't know enough yet. And in a time when it, this is not a time not to know something because there's so many people trying to tell you something. And I guarantee somebody somewhere has said to her, wait, what are you doing? Hi, dad. How are you doing that? If mom and dad hadn't, you know, mom and dad got some stuff going on over there. I don't know. I mean, you ought not to even, there ought not to even be a photographic opportunity for you to even be around. It's, it's wrong to eat. Let me, let me make it real simple because here's what happened is we go so far beyond the first stoppage, right? The first stoppage. There should never be an opportunity for you to be photographed with, with somebody you have, have, have dealt with prior to even be photographed with, their, with the, somebody in a parental position. There's so many words we can't use in this scenario, right? Is that has he ever called that man? If he's ever called that man daddy for any reason, even if he said Diddy, which is close to daddy, okay, because he was Puff Daddy, then he changed to Diddy. I think he wanted to change to Diddy because he was trying to hit on everybody that was calling him daddy. So anyway, I'm just saying. Now he's a Diddy, but if the person you have been involved with at any time had called him daddy, you, mm -mm, it's a no. Now, I understand 
society will change a perception of something on you in a hot minute, particularly in social media, if somebody declares it a win. If she and Diddy end up together, if you can't say to her, girl, you know he's he's always trolling J-Lo, right? You know he, uh, he's, first of all, his, there's so many first of all. First of all, the man is still having grief breakdowns, okay? That's a situation, right? So while it might look like he needs some comforting, it just shouldn't go that far. You know, it just, this thing should not be. It just should not be. It should not be up for discussion. And look, you can just say, hey, it's not up for discussion. I need somebody to say that real quick because I want to move on to something else. It's just not, it's not up for discussion, okay? But it, it's, it's weird. I was about to say it's crazy. It's not crazy. It's weird. It's weird. But you know what? Five years from now, it could be a thing, honey. If the son don't work out, go for the daddy. If the daddy don't work out, go for the son. I don't know. That's probably what they're doing out there. All of these things. It's like, it's like I know that there are people saying there's not enough eligible people. Now, by eligible, I mean eligible on their standard. Like, like there's such a standard there. You know, like, I mean, hell, Nicole Murphy and Dude allegedly were friendly, family, kissing, cheating on, a, on another, on another, in a, in a whole other country, right? Some of y'all, your man went to the mail, and uh-oh, let me not say your man. Some of y'all, your partner, be it male, female, went to the mailbox and had a whole full-on relationship. Babe, I'm going to check the mail. Right? Remember we saw the video of the lady speeding through her neighborhood, chasing her man from down the street? I'm like, at least, I was about to say, at least get what Cardi B said. There are levels, there are levels to this thing. And I still don't know why y'all, I'm not about to tell y'all to do nothing Cardi B said, but Cardi B said there's levels to this thing. That's if you want to live that, I ain't trying to live that life. I'm just not, I'm not, it's crazy. But I understand social media changes the perception of all things. And y'all think that this stuff is okay. It's not. I mean, half the world was conceived in less than 500-yard radius. Half of the, 90%, I'm, I'm going to go out on them. 90% of cheating actually happens between people who know and socialize together. It ain't even, it might not even be a stranger. Hell, Nicole said family friend. So she knew he was going over there to film a scene. She was like, hey, send, I don't know what, I don't know how she ended up over there. I don't know how she worked her magic. Hell, she's on a reality show. I guess it was in between. I don't know what that situation was. I'm talking about the neighbor going across. I'm like, you ain't even hit the stop sign. You ain't even got on the highway yet. And somebody's creeping in your house. I'm like, come on. It's like, I don't, I don't understand. Okay, but anyway, buzz it or bash it. Buzz it or bash it. What was some of the other stuff? I can't even get, I can't even get off of this thing because it keeps coming up. And the fact that people had to spend their, their time on social media defending Layla Rashawn and, 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 and look, the man that fell all out of the equation, it done went all the way from him to, Layla and, and how she has changed over the years. It's like, dang, if she, you really think, come on, the first, first of all, let me, let me say this, okay? First of all, Layla's still married. Nicole Murphy is divorced. 
I'm just saying. So, Nicole Murphy ain't now time to let herself go hell. She had five kids. We never saw her pregnant. We never saw her more than a size zero, zero. Or two. I don't know what size she is. Okay, remember? And there was a whole decade that she and Eddie were together. We couldn't even, we didn't even know if that she was a woman. I'm just saying. I'm just talking. I'm just going back to early blogging days. Because, you know, we talking about allegedly and all this suspect stuff that was going on over there. Because remember, that came out. It's like Eddie jumped up and was married. Because everybody was like, they didn't know what Eddie Murphy was. And it's like, really, what? That should have been up for discussion. But it hell, the internet was blowing up at the time. And, and Nicole, it's like, next thing you know, it was like kid after kid after kid. And it was like, who is she? And has she ever, we don't know. Right? I'm just saying, things that were of topic, and you talking about Layla shouldn't let herself go. Well, Nicole never let herself go, and her husband cheated, allegedly. Hell, they end up divorced. I don't know. Okay? I'm just saying. It's like, so, and that's the other thing about, about this buzzing and bashing. There's no rhyme to the, there's no reason to the rhyme. There's no rhyme to the reason. Nothing, it's all delusion. None of this stuff makes sense. None of the arguments make sense. So, if Layla had stayed uh, Sunshine Layla, okay, maybe her, and, and apparently, um, there was, y'all, these, these people's lives, apparently they all just been going around. They all just been going around, because, damn, um, Lisa Ray was like, wait a minute, Nicole was all up in her stuff. I'm like, okay, well, Lisa, we we can go back to day one when people try telling you, look, let that man go down that red carpet. Leave that alone. That was never going to work. I mean, hell, I was blogging in them days, and I know I was, in fact, the day of, I was right there. And people were like, oh, that ain't going to never gonna work. Wait, wait, are they eyeing each other up in here? What's going on over there? You know? Cause I mean, first of all, people were like, "Wait, why is this was?" Let me y'all y'all know how events started, how everything started going for these millennials. Well, there was a time when all the old school um, civil rights people thought they needed to go younger, and so Lisa Ray kind of became the face of that. So they started inviting Lisa Ray to everything. You know, let Lisa Ray host this, and Lisa Ray do that, and Lisa Ray do this, that, and the other. And so she and Dude Dude was getting awarded. And and they might have had hooked up before then, but around the time he was getting some kind of presentation because Turks and Caicos was doing this hella damn PR thing. And they were like, oh, you know, please recognize, you know, maybe, you know, we'll we'll actually come. We'll bring him. He'll accept the award. You know, we need a publicity for Turks and Caicos and this kind of thing. And so, you know, and then these two done hooked up for whatever reason. Everybody was like, girl, come on, that's a playboy. I mean, they told her that the minute she was trying to hook the dude. Like, dude. Girl, let that go, right? But no. Okay, go ahead. Marry the man. Bring everybody. She gonna bring it all the all the everybody over the Turks and Caicos. Everybody goes, you know, the whole PR thing. Well, that was such a PR. See, this is what happened when you start believing your own PR. I just had I, I had to like, I'm like, look, Tyler Perry was on my time like this morning. I was like, Tyler be Tyler drinks his PR like on the way. Dude, go sit down. Cause I was like, look, let me just unfollow. I had to unfollow Tyler Perry today. Just for a little bit. Just a little bit, because he on a PR kick, and I'm like, dude, really? Come on now, really? That don't even make sense. It don't even make sense. And I understand. There are people out there that have never been in Atlanta, and they, they just drink it. Like, drink it. Speaking of drink, let me take a sip. They just drink, drink, drink. I'm like, okay, here come another PR move. And I understand he's trying to get the rest of Fort McPherson and turn. And look, I am down for it. Give him all that. I don't know why y'all don't let him have the whole thing in the first place. Too much power, you thought, but... 
Let him have it. Give him the whole thing. I mean, hell, this is Hollywood. Let him have it. So, but anyway, so apparently all this stuff is going on, and they ain't the only ones. Buzz it up, bitch. <laughs> what else did I want to talk about? Let's can we find something else? Um, I don't know, y'all. I don't know. I had a, I had a couple other things. I did go and see, and I th I hope I talked about this before. Oh, okay. We got to get on this. We got to get on this. But uh, I did go and see Lion King. Wait for Netflix. No, no, go see it. Go see it. I don't know. I went to see it. And I, I knew, first of all, because Beyonce, I, I took all the subliminal messages from Beyonce that it was just clearly an obligation that they they really didn't, you know, they, they just didn't let it, I don't know. Go see it. Go see it so we can talk about it. I saw it. And let me think. I'm trying. I, I'm trying to find. I'm a little bit more spiritual than that. I'm a little bit more spiritual than that. Than that. I'm a little upset. I think the movie movie should have been about had a few more elephants in there. Okay. First of all, black people, we are the elephant in the room. We ain't the lion. Stop acting like we're the lions. We ain't the lions. We are the elephant. We're the ones. We're the truth. We are the ones that never forget. Okay? We, so, I think it might be one. I hadn't seen it on Broadway. I hadn't seen the play. Um, but I know there's an elephant in that. Oh, there was an elephant carrying everybody when they went to go see the thing. The thing we need to watch for on this is whether or not we will ever see Beyonce and Donald Glover on stage at the upcoming, um, and this will happen in the fall, upcoming award show. Because there is a song, Can't Wait to Be King. Um, it seems like to me, the movie, I think, the, you know what I think? I think the movie was released at the wrong time. I really think this movie was released at the wrong time. Because um, timing is everything. And... There's two people had too much going on, and I know okay if it was a summer, it should have been the timing is off on this because there's nothing for us to there's no real joint moment to tie it to you know it should have been and I don't know what the holdup was I don't know what they were thinking with this because there's something in it that doesn't come through and let me tell you there is never a piece of entertainment out there that does not want to manipulate the emotions of black folk. Because manipulating emotions of black folk makes you billions of dollars, okay? And y'all are y'all are obviously not excited enough about this movie. Hell, Beyonce ain't Beyonce ain't post enough on her timeline. I was like, oh, okay, then that she trying. Beyonce was trying to warn us. This ain't it. This just ain't it. It's, it's her obligation. She needed a song. She did an album. You know, and there might even might be some stuff going on with um, the tour. Cause I'm like, where the tour dates at? Cause Beyonce don't drop a song then in the album without some tour dates. So I don't know if they still negotiating, uh, licensing or what. But where's the tour? Did I miss it? Let me know. Did I miss it? I think I might have missed it. I might have missed it. I don't know. Because I, I, I don't know. But um, movie's not that great. And and I like the fact that, and I don't know that I saw the, I don't know that I even took time to ever see it in, in the original. Um, but I think they tried to stay true to it. Now, technology-wise, technically-wise, I, 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 I like the animal thing because I'm a I'm a I'm a National Geographic documentary watching. So I liked that they did. I thought the animals looked a little bit hungry. Like like I thought you know there was no um mm, mm. anyway. Go see it. 
That's about all I can tell you is you got to see it because it's there, right? Like, it's there. You got to see it. Um, I don't know if it will... And I think it's supposed to speak to the original generation. I don't know that... It, Younger kids is gonna like like fall in love with this. I don't know that the that I don't know that the whole story thing like like I want like I'm like I'm Mufasa and all that. I'm like there's there, the movie was missing some some real true wisdom. There wasn't a real true wisdom moment, you know, because like the females were like and see this is the thing the Hollywood still don't get. Women, we go to the movie because we want to see we want to see our superpowers, our magic on that screen, and that didn't even really like come through because it's like, you know, that just didn't come through for me. So maybe I'm, I'm missing. I don't know who, it, and I'm never really in the demographic. But anyway, all right. Let me lastly here, and I'm gonna get ready to get out of here because I ain't got nothing else to say on this buzz of the bastard Saturday edition. While you're in the salons and the barbershop, putting something in your ear, well, you don't have to stop what you're doing. You ain't gotta watch it. Just put it in your ear. Keep it moving. Uh, y'all out there with the kids. Hopefully, y'all are school shopping because I know here kids are getting ready to go back to school. Hallelujah. But listen, um, I was interviewed this week talking about the Ebony and Jet archives. Now, y'all know that is a pain point for me uh, simply because I love Ebony and Jet. Uh, I built Dryer Buzz on the, as a, as following in the footsteps, the breadcrumbs, drinking the entire Kool-Aid of what it was, uh, what everything that Ebony and Jet was. My goal for Dryer Buzz was to become this really nice, um, glossy, weekly, that went into the hair salons. It's just too many damn hair salons. And I said, well, I cannot do this that way. And that's how we ended up um, being one of the original digitals because there was simply no way to distribute enough uh, in order to connect with our audience that was in the salons and the barbershops. So we literally had to go digital. So from the beginning of that, I was watching um, major black press and how they were going to embrace digital. And one of the entities that should have really knocked us out of the park is Ebony and Jet. Because when you think of where we are today with content, they had that kind of content decades ago. Decades ago. Uh, audio, vid video, visual, audio, vid video, uh, all of that, the great storytelling and so forth. Um, and... When you think about launching in these other places and streaming, and, 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 and this is all, everything that you guys are participating in right now is you're participating in it, in a, in, even when I say digital, you're participating in it from a mobile perspective. So even before the mobile perspective, there was the online, there was online, the internet, the desktop, um, even when the smart TVs and, and streaming services, you know, right around the town, you think about even before Netflix, Netflix was modeled after, you know, all of these things that we're using today, all those things were modeled after things that started in that, in, in that arena. So, um, black movies and, and, and all of those things that Ebony and Jet or Johnson Publishing, fashion, you know, fashion and beauty. Uh, fashion and beauty is, is such a large part of the internet right now. And to see them not even a key player in, in that part of this thing when they were such a key player um, in print, okay? If you master fashion and beauty in print, and not be able to translate that into digital. Like right now, 
uh, fashion week and nobody's, th you know, when was the last time you uttered the words, you know, fashion fair and so forth. Um, they had a, a fashion show and beauty expo that was on tour and it went around the world, you know, and, and you would love for it to come to your city. And I just remember being, of course, too young for all of this stuff, but just keeping my eye on it. So when I got ready, when I realized what my calling was, and that was with Dryer Buzz, of course, I, I spent years uh, learning and researching everything I could about Ebony and Jack. I mean, when I say everything I could, uh, in my in my mind's eye and echoing, I can literally hear uh, John H. Johnson talking about developing this and and his the sales pitch. I was. Um, I was letting somebody. I was letting somebody watch some video. In fact, I shared it on my timeline within the last couple of weeks. And I was, I was telling you guys I was working on something for Dryer Buzz, and I needed to go back, and I knew exactly which video of Johnson to go back and listen to. He was getting ready to send out a pitch. I was working on my email blast. I'm telling y'all this. This is how close I am to this topic. I was working on developing my uh, an email blast because I didn't want a website anymore. And I said, well, you know what? Why don't I bring Dryer Bus back? You know, we got all of our social media, but then I've got, there are those who are readers, followers, listeners, and all those kinds of things that say to me all the time, you know, they don't have time. They can't keep up with what's going on on social media. You know, can they get it somewhere? And I said, well, you know what? We'll, we'll go ahead and um, do something diff a little different with the email for them. And as I was working on the email blast, I, w I went back. Something told me to go in and check what Johnson did. When he started, when John H. Johnson, Ebony Magazine, when he started it, he sent a letter out. And this was such a sales point. He went to borrow some money because he needed um, to send out this campaign to let people know that he had this idea of a publication and wanted to bring it to fruition. And so he went and he purchased, because, you know, y'all worried about Zuckerberg having your data. Well, before the online, all these online people came on, you had to go to post office and buy data, right? You can go to post office, you can buy a mailing list, right? So he um, borrowed, he went and got a loan on his mama's furniture, and he got the money he got from the loan. He did the mail out campaign. He did a mailing and he crafted this letter and he crafted the letter. And mind you, now he had a JLB and he was able to use uh, some stuff at the job. Okay. But uh, with permission, um, and because they didn't think, you know, everybody thought, oh, he's doing something. It's not going to work. Indulge him. And so he, uh, got the mailing list. I think, I think the job was either insurance or something like that. And he got a mailing list from them. He mailed out a letter to 20,000 people. But the way he crafted the letter, this is every entrepreneur should know this. He crafted the letter. And we talk about this. is about influence. I heard you are a, partic a particular person of interest in your community. Uh, you are well-respected. He said, I heard you are well-respected in your community. And you... I'm getting ready to launch this publication. We'll keep you in the know. And I understand that you are a person of knowledge, wisdom, want to know, whatever. Just butter them up, right? If so, send, um, you know, I think it was like 2 or $3 for a subscription. 
and you will receive this on a monthly, this magazine on a monthly basis, you know, and basically it's going to make you the influence, influencer in your community. It's going to give you that influence that you needed, right? And that's what Ebony and Jet came, you know, walking around with your Ebony, getting your Ebony, opening your Ebony and your Jet because you got your monthly and you got your, your Jet came every week. And every week you were in the know of what people were doing, how people were progressing, what was the state of the world, the state of the climate, the state of black America. You knew um, uh, it's satisfied. And this is what Johnson said. He wanted to satisfy the curiosity. And that's what, when I wake up in the morning, if I ever go to sleep, when I wake up and when I go to posting and sharing and I'm scrolling and I'm looking and I'm, I'm reading people press releases and I'm checking out pictures where people have tagged me and stuff and put stuff in the inbox and things that I decide on, I decide on, yeah, I got a, I got a, there's a sensory that I have that lets me know if something has buzz, especially if it's buzz and I get a chance to originate that buzz, you know, um, that I get to be the first person to, to talk about this or talk about that. Or if my audience needs me to endorse it, meaning that say that this is important or that is important, and that's where the whole influencer side comes into it. But that's where we are. Now, here we are. Uh, do y'all remember? I know you remember. Um, there was a trend uh, trend just recently where everybody was posting things and talk about their this oh well that started with um an ebony publication and people were there was a there was a, a trend where you literally went and this is the best thing for them and they didn't even capitalize off of it but the best thing ever where people went one one couple of days or a week or so, and they went and found the Ebony Magazine for their date of birth. Now, mind you, we've been doing that forever. Um, and not only that, let me tell y'all, the best Michael Jackson interview came out, and people missed it because it came out, I think it was a, like a December issue, and it came out right before Michael Jackson died. They had, Ebony had done a, an, an expose per se, uh, a beautiful photo shoot. I think it was like maybe two different, two or three different outfits. Some of the best Michael you've ever seen in your life. It was some of the best dialogue with Michael, whoever did this interview. And it's the best issue. And I still, to this day, I think just this anniversary, they, Ebony themselves shared it. But that's something that's in that archive. We're talking about the archives, y'all. In uh, the fact that they, that the publishers filed bankruptcy, um, the archives, which is Black Life in Amer Black Life in America and beyond, Black Life um, sold for thirty million dollars, um, purchased by a conglomerate of foundations, a collaboration of foundations. And when they said foundations, I didn't worry because foundations have swooped in and saved uh, our archives time and time again. Uh, the bulk of it, as you know, will go to the African American Museum in Washington and then probably some places around the, around the world in, in states and so forth. And, and uh, it, it's just to know that it's there. Those of you who have blogs, those of you that are doing, you know, content, because uh, this is, was a dilemma that I had probably about uh, two years ago after my mom passed. I was, I had an issue with the website that needed to be addressed. And of course, during that time, 
I did not. I could not. I could not keep up with what was going on, on the website. Um, there was a, the whole Russian thing. Being that I am a, a black blogger, and I had 16 years at the time of archives out there, all my photos, long-form writing, and so forth. Luckily, I had them in a couple of places, but um, I got to thinking, you know, of course, you start thinking of your mortality, and you're like, well, wait a minute, you know, I'm, I'm paying for this stuff to be hosted somewhere, you know, these archives, these stories, and these are stories, and, and twice uh, um, this has happened because I've had to start over, you know, twice because um, the first time we first started the blog, it's like, hey, you know, things, things that we didn't have, the cloud, and things will get full, and you have to go and delete and archive, you know, who doesn't have a hard drive here and there, you know, and external drives and all this kind of stuff of all this stuff, And but are you thinking about? your archives if you are blogging or if you are or if you just if you're thinking about doing any, anything it, it, even in social media i mean if you think about it i got a friend reminder that uh, somebody and i had been friends on social media for 10 years you know if you think about it, even the time that we've been out here on social media i mean those comments that you made luckily you know twitter that stuff over there is archives going to the library of congress you know there are entities that are archiving everything you say do and search you know, to use it against you one day, or it may save your life one day. Are we thinking about that? So when they asked me about how I felt about um, somebody else owning the archives, you know, um, I knew that we would get here because when I started researching Ebony, reaching this point since 2000, the year Y2K, um, I, wanted, I started studying them then, and two years later, I launched Dryer Buzz because guess what I saw? That black press at that time was not welcoming of a digital audience. And I was like, ooh, that's a niche. You, you mean you don't want a website? This is, what I'm, this is what I was hearing from black press, black news, black television, black radio, uh, or hell for that matter, all of, all of media. All of media at that time because there were those of us that were trying to help them migrate to digital. And they were like, no, thank you. No, thank you. It was a no. It was a no. It's a no. It's a no for us. It's a no for us. It's a no. That's all I was hearing. It's a, it's a no. Okay. Well, you go and you do it yourself. Oh, wait. You don't, you don't, you don't want to put, you don't want a podcast. It's a no for us. Um, okay. I'll start a podcast myself. I started, when I figured out how to do some damn pirate ass radio. Well, no such thing as podcasts and all this good stuff. I like pushing these buttons now. This stuff was difficult to do back in the day. Oh, you don't want to. Oh, you don't want to publish. You only want to publish two photos. You don't want to publish 100 photos. Well, hell, I've published 100 photos, right? So, you know, that's why I became a household name day. I, in fact, I wasn't trying to publish. I, what I ended up doing with Dryer Buzz, I was trying to sell to major entities. I was trying to do for major entities, and in all of them, it was a no, it's a no for us. Um, radio was like, no, we don't, we don't think we want to put anything online. We don't know who owns that and what's going to happen. We we don't need a website. God, I can't tell you how many businesses calling me today. Remember when you said we needed a website? Yeah, that was you know that was seventeen freaking years ago, right? And I'm glad that you remember what I said and did and have done 
but that was 17, that was 17 years ago. And for some of them, that was 20 years ago. And for some of them, uh, I'm sorry, that was like 30 years ago when I told you to do that. When I told you to, you know, do a damn email campaign, hell, that was 30 years ago. I'm like, stop it. But here we are. And now the archives. Thank God for museums. Thank, thank, because you know, and when you walk through a museum, just like when we scrolled through all those posts where people said, I'm this old. And I remember saying to people, why is it that everything, especially particular to the black people participating in this, I'm this old, why is that everything that we are posting, that we are as old as, why has it vanished? Why is it no longer here? You're as old as that community. You're as old as this school. You're as old as that product. You're as old as this. And very few of those things were in existence today. Now you're going to be saying you're as old as Ebony and it's going to be gone. It's going to be gone. Jet, I don't know if they just stopped it all together and tried to do digital. Some of the content and stuff, uh, Ebony uh, was trying to, and like everybody else, attract millennials. Uh, some of that content. Listen, when you start something, you finish with that. Your audience grows with you. And that's why they have lost their way. You don't just you don't just flip the script. You don't just flip the genre. You don't just flip the demographic. You know, you can stop and say, okay, well, I want like like when everybody was like, oh, we gotta figure out these millennials. No, millennials had their own stuff. You don't lose your audience trying to go chase after another. Now you can find some common ground. That's a thing. But you don't just entirely change up. And one of the first things that Ebony did was, one of the, the many missteps that they did was, they made the cover unrecognizable. And I'm a, when I say unrecognizable, meaning that when you walked into a newsstand, when you walked down a magazine aisle, when you walked into any place that had periodicals, Ebony stood out. They made it blend in. Because they were trying, I don't know if they were trying to do the crossover. I was sitting there counting the days that Ebony or Essence was going to put somebody white on the cover. And I mean, when I say white, I mean simply from mainstream. I, I just knew es Essence was gone. I, I, I think the only thing that saved Essence is the aunties at the Essence Festival. That is the only thing that saved Essence is the aunties want to go down to the Essence Festival. Because Essence was about to be up out of Essence was about to be gone. Essence was teeter-tottering on that mainstream line, y'all. And, and, and I actually thought, I think it might have even been Katrina. Because going, and I'm, I think it was, as a matter of fact, I think it was Katrina. I think when they, because I think they ended up, because of Katrina, one time had the whole Essence Festival somewhere else. Essence Festival, somewhere else, and I think when they went back to New Orleans, because of the whole Save New Orleans, and you know, Katrina being so closely associated, even though there were all kind of people that needed to escape Katrina, because it became a black story, um, I think that's what kept Essence in the black, because they were, and, and, and everything, and it's not just them, all the black press was at that point, simply because, you know what did it? Y'all did it. Because y'all were out here on social media because now you was over there reading this and reading that. And, and now you could go, you know, all these things that kept you out, had, had means to keep you out 
on social media. They couldn't keep you out. You thought you were now part of the demographics because you can go over there and see what you've been missing because before the internet, they could keep their product out of your community because you, you weren't shopping nowhere but in your community. And I mean shopping like you weren't soliciting or, or supporting anything but what came to you. And then when the internet came and y'all were able, and then you were like, oh wait, you can see this because I, I, I do a commentary on one of the radio stations when there's backlash. And one of the things I have to continuously say when they call me for these comments about backlash is I have to let these businesses know that even though people are not in your in your target demographic, they can still see what you're offering your target demographic. That's why you're facing the backlash, right? So like, even if you want to be over there, you know, like selling Confederate flags, you've probably been selling Confederate flags for, you know, centuries well now people can see that you sell and see who your target is right so you might put out a commercial and like wait a minute that doesn't go for everybody but you've been able to run that commercial on you see when you're running that commercial on radio and tv you can run that commercial i only want this commercial to run uh on conservative radio or conservative tv programming but see on the internet is like there are no walls and barriers those old school demographics don't work and so there was a time when all of this stuff all these people got caught up when new school demographics like there were no walls there are no borders there are no frequencies it's all out here together on the internet and so people could people could see and respond to it they could see it and respond to it so where we are and with what is going on with what we are dealing with is simply because now you because you can see everything it's just it was just like integration because now that your dollar is welcome in and everywhere where it ought to be suffers now that your dollar is welcome in and everywhere you know y'all have gone and made jeff bezos the richest man in the world um when you're simply ordering something online um you can do that with somebody you, I, won't, I won't even go down that so I say all that to say, buzz it or bash it, the audience. Buzz it or bash it, the hypocrisy. That's what we do. Buzz it or bash it. Today we talk simply about the hypocrisy. The hypocrisy and y'all saying Layla Rashawn lost her husband because she didn't she didn't keep herself up. Well, hell, uh, Nicole Murphy lost her husband. She kept herself up. She lost her husband. Oh, wait, you can't make sense of that, can you? Right, hypocrisy. That's the freaking hypocrisy. It's like you talking about you, you, it, it, but here's the thing. We talking about you, your timeline and your friends. Your friends can't hurt Layla Rashawn. They can't hurt Nicole Murphy. They are seeing it because they on the low trying to hurt you. Cause they can look at your pro. They can see you look like Layla. We all look like Layla. And if you don't look like Layla, okay, it's like you look like, whether you look, listen, whether you look like Layla or Nicole, both of them got, had husbands that apparently, and I don't know what to say to that. I don't know what, because I, I don't know. All I'm saying is you are having the discussion because on the low, you're trying to hurt yourself or your friends. That's why you're talking about. That's why they shared it because, especially if you shared it on Facebook, can't nobody see it but you and your friends, whether you share it publicly or not. You're trying, listen, the question is stop it. 
I used to have this soundbite from Denzel in that movie, Great Debates. I am here to help you keep your righteous mind. Whether you tag yourself Team Layla or Team Nicole, it's both. You're either one you are today. It's a sad situation that you got to pick one because they are both women and they're both in the same situation. Layla just a couple of de uh, decades behind Nicole. And hell, I mean, and look at the women that look at the women that Eddie cheated with, Eddie Murphy. You know, he had he had five kids with her, but he had kids on the side. I'm just saying. What, what's the girl? Spice Girl? What's her name? Scary Spice? What's her name? I don't know. What was her name? She had her that she is a baby. She had a uh a kid with Eddie. And I don't know if he was still with Nicole then. I'm gonna go check them kids' ages. I'm like, dang, aren't they the same? I don't know. I don't know, y'all. I'm gonna go find out though. Because the thing about it is, it's not it's not who the story is about. It's about really why you're sharing the story. Why are you sharing the story? Why are you talking about it? I don't know. But I want you to keep talking about it. You want some more to talk about? You can go over because we just did a whole full-on podcast. And the minute I hit the stop button, it's going to uh, syndicate on all of your favorite popular pl uh, podcast platforms. Uh, shout out to you guys again that are uh, sharing and so forth. I wish I was able to do something a little bit different with the sound, but I needed to charge the phone. Um, and so I'm getting ready to go out and enjoy the rest of the day. So many festivals going on. I can't wait to, um, get outside. I can, cause I know it's hot, but I will be out and about. And, um, Sunday is really my day to enjoy the city. Saturday is not my day to enjoy the city. Cause I have to, I have to, so much, so much, so much, so much work, uh, to do. And got a couple things going on. I cannot wait for the summer to be over. I know we like we can't wait for the summer. Now we like we can't wait for the summer to be over because I'm excited about coming back into the kitchen um, for our season two. We did a couple of summer summer recipes for you. There's not a lot that you can do for the summer more so than you can uh, for the fall. And so we're excited about that. I'm trying to think. Uh, got a couple of other campaigns going on. Go over to the, let me think, what did we, I did have something, what was it, um, I had a couple of dates or something, oh, the 9th, on the 9th, on the 9th, we have our Success is a Conversation call, Success is a Conversation, happens August the 9th, I'll post some more of that information, because I think we were changing it up, uh, changing the platform that we were going to do that on and so i will i will get you guys that information i don't know doing a beta test on the um on the quiche whether that's going to be one of our products as well and i think that's it tuesday leading women podcast and then we have wednesday in the kitchen and then um I'm thinking about something else for Tuesday. I'll let you know. I've got it. I've got a couple of pictures out there. And then also, um, going to give time to go for the conferences. Um, August. August is travel time. August is definitely a travel month for all of the all of the conferences. As we get ready to wind down to Labor Day, y'all. It's time to wind down to Labor Day. So I'm really excited about that. Also excited about some things coming up for for October for Halloween. But um August will will definitely be Hitting the scene. All right.
I think that's it, y'all. Buzz it or bash it. Do me one last favor. Go now to dryerbuzz.com. Go now to dryerbuzz.com and follow at dryerbuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Yeah.